0: Basic witches Basic witches I mean we're witches <laughs> Basically Hey welcome back to Basic Witches We're your basic witches, I'm Leah I'm Rachel Oh my gosh Hey hey. We can finally talk <gasps> We've been saving up so much <laughs> our, we, our new ritual is we drive here in the same car and we don't talk And <laughs> we, get, we
1: get Starbucks on the way, duh of course Obvi yeah. Obvi, basic witches <laughs> But well, we're like, save it. So our yeah. friendship has become just saving yes. it. <laughs> yeah. For you all, you're welcome. Yeah, you're so welcome. Hey. Today we have a great guest, Emma Koenig. My friend is on, Um, author of Moan, you'll hear all about it. Yeah. Also author of, fuck, I'm in my 20s. I love how
0: you say it each time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sounds like you like forgot the title.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: author of, fuck, I forget the title.
0: Um... Yeah. It was a great
1: conversation. Yes. Great card reading. I try to get a little bit of like sex advice from Emma, I think. I I think I did. I think I was like (laughs) I know you were. I was like, okay, so these are all the people I'm seeing. Tell me what to do. (laughs) Oh, don't you wish someone could though? I kinda wish I could have a love guru sometimes. Someone Mm. to just like tell me what move to make. Yeah, but But that person doesn't know either. No one
0: knows. There's no real thing to do. There's nothing. And there's no right and wrong. It's all like, it's all just like. You are your own love guru.
1: Thank you. You're You're right. right. You're so
0: welcome. Yeah. You're right. Um, I just got back from
1: Big Bachelorette weekend. Craziness. Have you ever been to Arizona?
0: Um, Yes, twice. First time was the trip that I realized (gasps) my boyfriend was jamming with a guy. And the second time was there for work. So this was my first time there like uh, to have fun.
1: Okay. Yeah. Nice. And was it fun?
0: It was a blast. I'm exhausted, yeah. um, delirious. It was, yeah, it was so fun to like, because I partied obviously with my high school friends mm. in high school all the time. But yeah. like, it was so fun being in a different state, new place to us. And like, we partied as adults.
1: Yeah. You know, like
0: post-college and like caught up in... I don't know, it's like, holy shit, wait, we're, like, adult women now.
1: I seriously appreciate, like, being an adult woman and being able to party, I seriously appreciate not having school nights ever. Yeah. Like, I still appreciate that.
0: Some of the girls are teachers. Oh, weird. So they, they, they have school nights They have to, school nights. Why would you,
1: thank you so much to anyone who's a teacher. We yeah. need you, we love you. But like, thank you. But, like, why, why? I know. But they're on summer break now, so they were, like, let loose. That's true. Yeah. That's the benefit. Yeah, it was mm. so fun.
0: Um. I wanted to talk about yeah. the car thing that happened to us last week. Do you remember? <gasps> yes. Okay. Um, okay. This was like a create. I don't know if this is manifestation or just synchronicity.
1: Synchronicity I guess. because we're in alignment. Yes.
0: And synchronicity for those who don't know is just when like you know that feeling when you're thinking about someone and then they call you on the phone yes. the exact moment. That's yes. synchronicity when like things in your life just line up so. Perfectly, like, coincidence, not coincidence. Random, not random. Yes. Okay, so this day started, um, this was last Friday. It was a very hectic mm -hmm. day. Um, Yeah, so I woke up, I was playing the record Jackson Brown, and that was the song, Running on empty, running on, running wild. Running into the sun, you know. You you guys know that, yes. (laughs) I know you do. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but my record like was broken. It was wasn't playing, whatever. So that's a detail that I'll come back later. Um, Okay, so then I was on my. I
1: was in the shower and I was like. Oh, that's such a weird cover version of "Running on Empty." Is is the Jackson Brown one the original? Because <laughs> it sounded so distorted, Slower. I thought it was just a cover of yep. "Running on Empty." And I was like,
0: "Nope, my record player's just broken." <laughs>
1: yeah. Um. Okay. So
0: then later in the day, I was driving. My car, my phone was broken that day. I woke up, my phone was just not working. Yep. And then I got in my car to go to a job. I had to be there at eleven thirty. I'm driving there and my car has been having issues for a while. My parents were just in town. So my dad was like telling me that I, need, I should get my car fixed. And so I'm driving there lit. Literally, as I'm thinking, because I was leaving that night for a trip, I was thinking, after this job, I should go to the iPhone place, get my phone fixed, the touchscreen wasn't working, and then I should go to the shop, put my uh, car in the shop over the weekend while yep. I'm gone. Yep. Literally, as I am thinking I need to put my car in the shop, my car fucking dies in the middle of Santa Monica Boulevard. Yep. And so I'm like, okay, uh, fuck, I'll need to call roadside assistance. And then I pick up my phone, I'm like... Oh my god. <laughs> and I also realized I needed to call my job and tell them that I was gonna be late for this hosting of this dating game show called Tap That. It's on Live Me. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> Every Fridays at 12. Plug it in. Uh, plug, plug it, it in. in. Uh holy fuck. So yeah, then I pull out my computer and I have no Wi-Fi, so I just I would just felt so screwed. Everything in my life is broken and I can't contact anyone. Then, um, by some grace of God, I used Siri to call you. Yes. You came, and I used your phone to get roadside assistance. And, like, okay, then the, I emailed the people from your phone, mm-hmm. found out that the job was canceled. Like, it just so happened to be canceled for VidCon that day. So I wasn't missing this job after yep. all.
1: And and your car did end up in the shop over the weekend yeah. for your bachelorette trip. Yes,
0: <laughs> and, like, uh, there was this nice guy that like pushed me and the tow pushed my car when I was stalled in the middle of the street, put, put me to the side of the road, and the towing guys were also nice. And it was like, and and then you brought up running on empty was the song that we yes. started the day with, and like <laughs> literally my car was running on empty, yes. and like. It, and my car ended up being in the shop, and I'm picking it up today at 12, and it's and it's all good. But it was just so, such a stressful but beautiful moment of, like, all things coming yes. together. And
1: from my end, I was shopping in Trader Joe's waiting to meet my dream guy. <laughs> yes. I had dressed up, like, just you never know. And I, I had only put in a few groceries in the cart, so I put them back. I went and picked Leah up and, you know, helped with the stuff with my phone. And I knew, like like it felt good doing it. It felt good helping my friend. Mm -hmm. And I knew that hey, like, I don't have anything that urgent today. For some Just reason, I'm available, dream, I can ma'am. do it. Yeah, <laughs> he can wait. Yeah. Um, so I helped her, went back to Trader Joe's, did the grocery shopping, felt totally fine about it, knew that everything that happens to us is for our maximum benefit. And then I ended up getting invited to Soho House Malibu, like oh, a yeah. little beach house, and got to have a beautiful day with friends uh, in this, like, luxurious members-only, like, taste of the good life day. Yes. <laughs> so my day ended up amazing as well, which I'm sure wouldn't have happened, you know. I was if, just going to say, do you think that would have happened had had the whole thing? I mean, who's no, to No, I say? think it yes. happened because we stay in alignment and we go with the flow. We stay mm. in our lane and we let ourselves be supported and taken I care of. I was in everyone's lane. I was yeah. parked in the middle <laughs> of the fucking street. You were in all the lanes. <laughs> I was in all the lanes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then your phone did end up working. Yes, we fixed, fixed, fixed it. it you later. fixed it. You fixed it. You saved my life twice that day. <laughs> And I enjoyed it so much. Yeah. Uh, It was, yeah. It was Speaking of running on empty, we have to remember to put gas in my car on the way home. Oh, shit. And I have a feeling it'll line up perfectly with picking up your car. Wow. Because it just is how synchronicity works. Uh, Oh, love it.
0: So beautiful. Uh, You know what else is beautiful? Yeah. Our episode with Emma Koenig. Enjoy.
1: Happy, happy, happy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, You know, this... uh, Okay. Everything that happens to us is for our maximum benefit. Yes. Like how
0: the podcast, your headphones just went out and microphones. Yes. It was all meant to happen that way.
1: The power went out. It's a reset. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah. rebirth. Exactly. Know? Yeah. And everything. <gasps> Endings
0: and beginnings. Oh my gosh.
1: Everything is death and rebirth though. Yeah. And if you can learn to appreciate that, I'm learning is like the secret to life. hmm Oh, it makes life easier. It's like
0: learning to like the the death or what part Um, of it?
1: Basically that there is no, wow, this sounds crazy, but like there's no ground beneath us. We're not, everything's always a free fall. We don't control anything. Nothing's permanent. Nothing's permanent. No control. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like. Also realizing everything that happens, even things that seem, quote, bad, are for our maximum benefit. Oh, yeah, I I believe that. All the worst things that have happened in my life, whether it paid off,
0: like, four years later or, like, ten years later or even a month later, it's all, like, made sense at a certain point. Mm -hmm. Like, when I went to rehab, when my boyfriend cheated on me with a guy, you know, like, all these things, like, I can Mm -hmm. find lessons that like if I hadn't gone to rehab which was at the time the fucking worst thing that ever happened to me I would not be here and yes. that yeah. like when that was going on I was so ashamed of it I thought I could never talk about it I thought like no one would ever love me again and now it's like it's the root of of so many good Opportunities th- yeah and good, good things. things that have yeah. like
1: yeah so' I'm, you, I'm with you do you believe that Emma what's your sort of philosophy yeah, on life I,
2: mean, I, I think that for me most of the most upsetting, like most of my art and things that I've created, have come from really upsetting mm. experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not that I think that's the only way to create. That would be that would suck. If yeah. Was, like, you just have to like draw on like the things oh, that shit. make you the most unhappy. <laughs> yeah. But I think there is something to that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like seeing
1: beauty in the breakdown or. Yeah, whatever. I mean, I think just
2: like recognizing that, you know we can't predict all the factors that yeah. contribute to our happiness. And so we also can't predict all the factors that contribute to our unhappiness. Like we right. think things are going to make us really unhappy, but yeah, maybe for a little while and then it will lead yeah. to something else.
0: Yeah. Like you were unhappy that men weren't making you come and now you have a book about
2: <laughs> totally. coming. Yeah. I mean, oh, I, th- I think about that all the time that I'm like, I had, these uncomfortable sexual experiences at the time it was so upsetting yeah. and now it's like years later I'm like oh I like made this whole project and
1: I connected with all these women mm. and like hopefully people who read it are and feeling it brought something. like a bigger purpose to yeah. your life I'm yeah. sure too it's yeah. so cool that you took that and were inspired to do something with it thank you so oh, you yeah. were you were briefly yeah. telling us before but can you recap I'll <laughs>
2: recap okay so This new book is called Moan, Anonymous Essays on Female Orgasm. And I curated this collection um, written by a diverse collection of anonymous women. There's also a foreword by Rachel Bloom. Cool. Which is great. Um, And this began as a Tumblr a few years ago called How to Make Me Come. Yes. (laughs) Amazing.
1: Did you also write... You wrote an essay. I wrote an essay. So you're not anonymous. Well, obviously, I'm... Uh,
2: my essay about orgasm is anonymous. Oh, it's oh. mixed in. It's cool. mixed okay. in. But in the beginning, you know, I do an intro outro as myself with okay. my name attached. Okay, nice. Cool. Yeah. But yeah,
0: I have a hidden one. Yes. Nice. Oh, I <laughs> love that. Is it written by Emily Koenig. <laughs> <laughs> no names at all. Oh, no, no
2: identifying yeah. information okay. at all, besides what people wrote in their essays. I
0: am so excited to read this. Yeah. What was the most interesting or surprising thing that you learned throughout this whole thing?
2: Well, I think, hmm, I think I had this hunch that. I was having an experience that other people might want to discuss mm. and it was true beyond my wildest dreams. Yeah. Like, I feel like when I initially reached out to people about this idea, the response, mm. I sent people like this crazy long email mm-hmm. and you know, I can't even get people to respond to like text messages. Yeah. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yeah. I sent this crazy long email, this sort of feminist manifesto mm. of like, I had this experience, I want to do this project, this is what I want, are you in... And so many people wrote me back right away and were like, yes, yes, yes. I
0: also can't come. (laughs) Right, And I mean,
2: I think even it's like so uh, like complex Mm, that it's like it's about not coming, but it's also about like just basic respect and and comfort and trust and all these other things and coming. It's coming too. So um, I think that it was exciting to see that something that felt so personal and devastating at times, uh, was like this universal conversation that people really wanted to have. Yeah. And also I think part of my hypothesis with this project was people have really idiosyncratic experiences of sex. And Mm -hmm. I think this proved it, proved my point. Um, because there are a lot of essays in there that contradict each other about what what people want even some people who contradict me and are like i don't even like the phrase how to make me come um because i feel like that puts the onus on the other person and gives them control of your experience so i think like even just like seeing that people have different comfort levels with terminology and and like ideas about things i was like that's great it just reinforces like We just got to be talking about it. Yes, yes.
0: It's so funny, too. I feel like uh, in this new, what do you want to call it, like generation, I guess, of women talking about sex more openly, I have seen my friends and people close to me, the more that we talk openly with no shame about sex, other Mm. things in life get better like relationships to people there's less shame and like more positivity I feel like that this is all stemming from like just the core root of pleasure people giving into pleasure and enjoying each other and like it it I don't know why we felt so bad about sex for so long as a
1: as a gender I mean. you know what's interesting for me um, you know it's third times a charm. we're gonna talk about my breakup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there'll be many more charms to come. <laughs> three for three. Um, no, but i I have somehow always known i like in my whole time as a sexual human you know mm. like once you start yeah. thinking about that as like a preteen or whatever um i've i've understood that i have a high libido i'm very mm-hmm. sexual i'm i'm a scorpio through and through in my chart like i recently mm. did my birth chart and like non-stop yeah. scorpio <laughs> <laughs> um and you all know i was in this eight-year relationship and I constantly felt ashamed because I was always initiating sex. Mm. And this typical idea is that Mm. the guy is the pursuer and the guy, I know it's so shit. And that like guys always want sex. But in talking about, you know, post breakup, living in the dating world and like casual sex and whatnot, I'm just, and and also just talking to women more openly, realizing Mm -hmm. like women can be very sexual. And it's crazy that like we didn't, we weren't, told yeah. that or that wasn't okay to be aware yeah. that that's not in, the concept in like, like
0: the media it's always portrayed like oh the wife won't
1: sleep with the husband yeah in but it. in my experience yeah my yeah. yeah exactly same I feel like I got denied so much mm-hmm. and and I was like damn like wouldn't you yeah
2: yeah I mean I think that that like that false narrative of that men are the sexual ones and women are like the demure like prudish Um, ones right just really hurts us both because it's like it hurts women it gives us like a fake idea of what we're supposed to be what our partners are supposed to be and same for the guy because i think like not every person is going to have a high libido and then they
0: feel inadequate
2: right and and so it really harms both people in a heterosexual experience or heterosexual relationship but um yeah i think it's just like I'm reminded of saw some like random tweet uh, the other day that got retweeted a million times. That was like some random guy being like, "Why do women even watch porn?" Oh my god! And just like obviously, what? (laughs) And and I feel like there that in itself is just so funny to me (laughs) because it's like, what? What do you think that women have no No relationship to sexuality? We're just there
0: when you do it, right? And
2: then it, like, shuts off and we never think about it. Yeah. So... I think that that unfortunately is like a prevalent
0: yeah. uh, Co- concept idea. or yeah. idea that's I, not I true. Have su- this is so hot in my brain lately. I have such a hard time with this when it comes to dating specifically because yeah. I am like in my sexual awakening and I'm becoming more comfortable with it. I was in an abstinence club in, in high school. Wow. Oh my God, like I've read I, her. She wrote a yeah, book I, about speaking abstinence. Speaking of anano- anonymous <laughs> essays, I'm in a book called Abstinence is Cool and I have an anonymous essay in there. My name is Lena. <laughs>
1: Like <laughs> oh, wow, I read it. It's I wish I, I brought it. Damn, I we could add it. In I wrote, later. yeah,
0: I wrote it when I was seventeen, and like the oh the God. fucking bullshit that I say in this essay is so unknowingly judgmental on women who are having yeah. sex, and like it's so interesting. Anyway, but uh, what's hot in my brain now is there's this dichotomy that I constantly talk to my therapist about. I have a problem with where like I am a sexual person. Mm-hmm. I love sex. I have a yeah. high libido, but It feels as if with dating, you have to like play this cat and mouse game where like, Mm. how do I, then like, so if I push sex off for a while, then I date this guy and then he's going to find out that I have a huge libido. It feels like I'm not being myself at first. not being genuine at first. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, how do you quote, get the guy and quote, be yourself and like also enjoy your own pleasure? I think I've, I've Uh. always struggled with that because it feels like. On the
2: one hand, I understand that when you're courting somebody, I think you're trying to be, um, not scare them in a way,
1: Mm. Um, or or
2: maybe that's not a great way to put it, (laughs) but but you're trying to be the best version of yourself, and Mm. not that not having sex with them immediately means that the best version, but I think it's like, okay, we're taking things slowly, we're getting to know each other there's less likelihood this is going to blow up if you have a sexual experience right away. (laughs) Yeah. But at at the same time, I think it's like when, no matter what, it's going to be kind of artificial because when you first meet someone, even if you're both like, oh, let's fuck all the time, it's like, uh, you know, you're so in lust. And that's that's not going to last in a relationship either, so that's kind of fake too. Yeah. So I think it's just like understanding like, you know, we (laughs) all have like, uh sex drive that like ebbs and flows yeah yeah even people like i think i'm a highly sexual person but it's Mm -hmm. like you know even you have like low points where you're just like not into it totally um and not every second of the day um so i think it's just like constantly like checking in with people and being like okay like
1: what's our deal and Mm. like how's this going yeah yeah i don't know there's i mean you have a can we talk about that? You have a guy now. I do. I won't talk you won't about talk it. About, about like
2: any further than just saying
1: I, you're in a relationship. I'm in a serious you're relationship. In a monogamous monogamous in a relationship. relationship. Okay. Yeah. Do you, with all this stuff, um, writing in your book about sexuality, do you do you talk at all about types of relationships, like open or, or are you focusing only on?
2: Well, I guess there are a few people who um, define what kind of relationship they're in. Some people say like. I'm on my second marriage. Some people say, you know, I'm looking for somebody. Mm. So they're, you know, people are identifying sometimes, but I think what's interesting is that sometimes you don't know when you're reading it, if the mm. person has yeah. been married for a long time or in a serious monogamous relationship, yeah. or if they're in an open relationship, You they're just talking about a very specific um, experience or yes. just set of ideas. Because I think like, You know, most of these essays are like one to. I think the longest one is like eight pages. Whoa! So it's really it's there's a lot of information. I think they're very like dense, but at the same time, we could all write entire books about our Our sexual
0: experiences and like feelings.
2: So it's like that's just like one little spotlight on one thing about them. Yeah, true, true. And maybe if you zoomed out, they'd say, "Well, yeah, I've." my relationship to dating and being monogamous is X. And that's like almost like a different, I question. was going to say
1: that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's, um, that's on my mind as something I'm figuring out, except I think I'll never really figure anything out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I admit I know nothing. Yeah. Um, and it's for me a good place to be. Yeah. Um, that's so the one that thing we know is that we know, nothing. we know nothing. Yeah. But, um, as I like continue to experience, I I find it interesting that, and I don't know if this is like a modern thing with apps or whatnot, but in some cases mm-hmm. I'm having sex very early on then getting to know the person. And in yeah. other cases I'm like, trying to do the thing leah was talking about mm-hmm. like kind of withhold but i'm so bad yeah. at withholding <laughs> yeah. well, just, i don't yeah. like withholding i don't like withholding it feels
2: weird because it does feel it like unnatural you're pretending to be a kind of person that you're not right. right um but at the same time i don't know if you guys ever watched millionaire matchmaker yes matchmaker, i used to such a crazy comparison but like in some ways it's like i thought of, about
0: submitting the other day that's how low i've, I've gotten <laughs>
2: You know what? Maybe it'd be fun. One time, yeah. yeah, one time fun. I yeah. think it's, like, in some ways, like, the ideals of that show are, like, super fucked up and heteronormative. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's, like, I think the principle, like, when she's telling women, like, you have to straighten your hair. Like, nobody wants curly hair. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, as a curly-haired person, yes. or wavy-haired yeah. person, I'm, like, yeah, that's, like, fucked up that it's reinforcing these, like, Western ideals, beauty ideals. Yeah. But at the same time, it's, like okay, when you first meet somebody, it's, like, a visual thing. It's, like, right. there's, all, there's all these things that happen when you first meet somebody and you're just trying to have information. Look your best, act yeah. your best, be right. your best. So it's, like, you know, if you sometimes if you come into hot, not meaning necessarily having sex with someone, yeah. like, I, I don't really think you ever have to wait to have sex with someone <laughs> if you don't want to. Right. But at the same time, it's, like, if you suddenly – I think we've all had the experience of, like, you meet somebody – they tell you a lot of personal things yeah. right away and then you're like whoa whoa whoa! I wasn't ready for this maybe mm. if you hung out with them three times and on the third time they're like okay so here's what's really going on with me yeah you'd be more receptive and I think it's just like we're all on guard against like strangers and people we don't know yes and, yeah. and So I think all of that plays a role in like sex but it also you know it is battling some like weird patriarchal shit about like yeah. women are either like madonnas or whore, so right yeah.
0: and yeah good I, girl or bad girl it, yeah it, yeah there's a quote that's like uh, every man wants a virgin who's a whore and it's like yeah you that's not gonna happen uh shit that reminded me of something and now i'm forgetting
2: Abstinence, <laughs> patty stanger <laughs>
1: Millionaires in general uh, Straightened hair Straightened hair How It'll do you come do, do it? Well, I don't know how Well that made me think about How you were saying You don't want to scare People off at first I noticed um, In my Relations I'll say Because I don't have any relationships right now, but I am all just yachts. All just (laughs) all just yachts. Relation yachts. (laughs) And millionaires. Um I wish. (laughs) Kinda. Um but I in the ones that are very straightforward, we know it's physical. We know it's just sex. We communicate about that and we have a great old time. It's I'm not scared. Right, but in the mm. in the few the couple that are like where I don't know the boundaries and I don't just the not knowing um, like where the other person stands feeling wise or whatever is so hard for me and drives me crazy and it's like it's interesting because I uh, I mean I as a person and maybe other women or people can relate to this but it, I guess um, I, I'm I'm finding it interesting to observe myself because I'm mm. like oh my. I feel calm and centered around the ones that I'm having sex with and that Mm. it's very clear that it's Mm. physical, but I am such a little like blushy, like literally stumbling, like oh my God, when I left this guy's house the other day, (laughs) I made it almost through the whole day hanging out until I choked on water down the wrong pipe. I accidentally slammed the door on the way out and then there was a cat, there was a random cat and I felt like I had to say something I was like, there's a cat. So like my last (laughs) words (laughs) were like... There's, There's a, cat, a cat, bye. And then the cat hissed at me on the way down. Like, I'm such a little flustered mess uh-huh. in the ones where I just don't know where it stands. But those are the ones that I more so, like, care about. Right. Is, uh, is this, that's like, always how it is? so just base, like, duh, of course that is? To me, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, I think it's the
2: the main thing, whether it's emotional or physical, is yeah. the knowing.
1: Yeah. So it's,
2: like, if you knew what these emotional relationships were, like, the way that, you do like, when you're in a serious relationship and you're like i know how this person feels about me we are yeah. in agreement
1: yeah even
2: though it's deeply emotional it's not like scary right um but i think it's just about like creating yeah. boundaries and like which is hard to do in the beginnings of things. Yeah, and
1: I don't want to be, again, I am, oh my gosh, I am second-guessing myself so much about Mm. all these norms of, like, I don't want to be the one to text first. He should. He should pursue. But then I'm like, See, my,
2: I mean, you know, to each his own, her own. But I I say, like, with the texting stuff, um, and I haven't been single in a while, but I still stand by this, that if this one text is the thing that makes this person not interested in me, then fuck
1: them. Yeah, Yeah, that's such a good way to think about it. And I end up being the one that texts because I'm just not good at withholding. I'm such an overshare and I'm such a, like, I just want to do it and see what happens person versus, like, drive myself crazy thinking about what yeah. could happen i mean it's like don't yeah for sure like don't send like 10 texts no like, oh right. my god i miss you i'm thinking no of you. no no like, no no no, no. <laughs> but yeah
2: if you just send one that's like hey what are you up to tonight want to hang out like if that's the thing that makes them be like oh then, then like you don't, don't, yeah, be with stupid yeah them anyway. you're so right you're yeah. so right
0: um i is kind of related but not related so i lost my virginity to a guy that you don't um, know what Uh, What? You what? I lost my virginity to... Did it come out mumbled? (laughs) Yes, it did. I've had, like, no sleep. I'm coming fresh off a bachelorette weekend, so I'm, like, so delirious still. (laughs) I lost my virginity to a guy. Uh, We dated for two years, and he was, like, my first love, and, yeah, it it ended poorly, but um, I had such an unhealthy relationship with sex because I was in an absence club, and I thought that, like, you had to wait for love, which I'm glad that I did, Mm -hmm. Um, but he had an unhealthy relationship with sex because he, like, had shame about being bisexual and he wasn't open about Mm -hmm. it. So he, like, didn't want to try specific things. I would always ask him to do things and he didn't want to do it. And, like, this was my first time ever being intimate. So it was so vulnerable for me. Then just this, this that was like four years ago. Um, and just this past year, over the past year or two, I've had my first fuck buddy ever. Mm-hmm. Thank Congrats. you so much. Thank you. <laughs> um, but like through the power of orgasm, I have, Rachel has seen it all happen. Like I've blossomed into like now I, I feel so much less shame about all this and like sex taught me all of that that like and this fuck buddy guy like bless his soul and his dick but he like (laughs) he taught me so much about myself through just having sex with him and he was down and, like, I don't know, it's just been so powerful
1: to see through myself. Yeah, that's, like, what we were talking about earlier, how you were saying, like, it feels like when when we're open and can talk about sex, other areas of our life get better. I Mm -hmm. think because it's a
2: basic need. Yes. I mean. Yeah, it's, like, if you think about, like, when you can't sleep or if you're having, like, issues with eating mm -hmm, or or mm -hmm. alcohol or any, like... If you have like an issue in another area of your life, then it's like makes your whole life miserable. Yeah. 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 You can't sleep. And it's like if you can't enjoy sex or you can't or you're having trouble with sex in some capacity. Yeah. Right. Internally, externally, like it's it's going to bleed into other yeah. areas. Yeah.
1: There is a sort of movement I've been hearing about, though, that um, of people who are not necessarily asexual, but who are just like not. Ever gonna want to be into sex or something? Do you guys know mm. anything about that? Yeah, no, that's a thing. No, okay. Well, there was the one group in Japan. I've been so deep into sex,
2: sex. <laughs> like I
0: haven't been, heard about no, any other <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, makes sense.
1: Yeah, but I do wonder about. Oh, well, you were starting
2: to say like, is this like young people in Japan
1: who aren't interested? Yeah, I have yeah, heard about that. Yeah, and I think they're the same group that went and uh, into the forest and killed what? themselves. Oh. We'll fact check this before Jeez. we post. I think that's probably, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, a Venn
2: diagram. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. But
2: uh, yeah, because I think, well, there's like this whole thing in Japan of Hikikimori of people staying in their homes and yes. not wanting to leave.
1: Yes. I think that's that is what um, it is. Um, Whoa. And then I guess maybe, I don't know. I have know. a
0: friend who's asexual.
1: Yeah. I They're just that's, not I wanna... attracted
0: to people. They don't want to have sex. Yeah. It's just like having no sex drive.
1: I guess I just wanted to caveat without knowing too much that what what we're saying is people who do want to have a good sex life and aren't that that and having an issue in their sex may affect their life.
2: Right. So but I think also like if you're asexual and then you feel shame about that, like true. that's also gonna true, true, true. grow right? your life.
1: Yeah. So yeah. it's like
2: wherever you stand in relationship to sex, it's do just Do you like,
1: <sighs> Yeah. Well, how, what do you guys feel about virtual? Did anyone in your book talk about virtual sex and sexting? Mm. Not really. I don't think so. Like oh, coming from that, but it's yeah. in,
2: it's interesting because you know when I'm ask I'm asking people like essentially, well, here was the prompt that I gave people. Yeah. It was imagine you could write an essay entitled "How to Make Me Come." and give it to a past, present, or future sexual partner, what would you want them to know free of Mm. judgment or repercussion? Mm. And so I think, and if you don't want to read about that, like read about orgasm in whatever Mm. way you want. So I think that probably leads people to a specific place. um, And maybe that, I don't know if that tells us something that out of this uh, admittedly small sample size that yeah. people aren't talking about like sexting and phone sex and right stuff maybe because that's not like at the top of their priority list yeah. of like the embodied sexual experience yeah, yeah. Um, although of course that is like part of sexuality yeah right? um
1: I've just been dipping my toe in the sexting world.
0: <laughs> Rachel, if you want to talk about your sexting, you can just talk about it.
1: No, what do you guys know about it? Um, it's funny because one relation is with a guy in Santa Monica, and it's like, if you know LA and you're listening, I live in Los Feliz. That's a long-distance relationship. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's tough. Very far. Long distance. And it's just funny that, like, we've sexted twice and only been in person once. And actually we didn't even have sex yet. Cause that's one of the ones where I'm like waiting. Yeah. Um, but it's funny that it went virtual just because of like a 20, 20 or less miles, but that's how LA is. <laughs> right. Um, but like I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I definitely feel in person is more fun, but, um, yes. <laughs> well, yes. it's just like it's real different sex. experiences. It's
2: like, I mean, the way you would have sex with someone for the first time and the way you would have sex with someone for the 20th time. Like even those are different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah, it's just like talking to someone through a phone or having actual sex with them or like masturbating. Those are all like different feelings under the same umbrella. Yeah.
0: What do you want people reading your book? What do you want them to learn or feel Well, I want them to feel everything.
1: (laughs) I
2: want, want, you know, I think there are moments that hopefully would evoke laughter and emotion and questioning and and hopefully resonate with people. Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, I want people to have some kind of intellectual emotional experience reading Mm -hmm. it, but I also want people to take action and to have conversations, Mm -hmm. whether that's just like With your buddies or with the
0: person you're having sex
2: with who's
0: probably the most important person to talk to. Um, That's what blows my mind is most, not most, but a lot of couples who like that's your person you're supposed to talk about everything mm -hmm. with. Like that they don't talk about this stuff where it's such a simple thing of like looking each other in the eye and just being like. What do you need? What do you right. want from me? And it can be what I tried to do with my ex is like it can be a fun, sexy conversation. It doesn't have to be like, let's sit down and talk about right. what we like. It can be like, so tell me like where do, what's your fan? You know? Yeah. Like it's and talk about it. I'll
1: I'll give some living proof of the um just talking with your buddies. Like a girlfriend of mine, I've been having conversations as open as we are right now, mm-hmm. and she totally surprised me the other day where she was like I have this fantasy I want to try out. And she's in a monogamous, like three or four year relationship. Um, and uh so right there in front of me, she texted her partner. Yeah. And was and and just flat out said to him, like, I wanna I have a role play I want us to try out. And that that was really cool because Hell yeah. I've seen her journey of being more a little bit in a box to like, like I was even surprised about some of the things I could share so openly with her. I wasn't sure how she'd receive them. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was, one, open to receiving conversation like that. And then, two, it really made her question. It inspired her yeah. to, like, ask herself what her fantasies are. That's great. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. It, like, yeah. made me so happy. Hell, yeah. Because it could lead to more joy and pleasure and closeness in their relationship. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, because, I mean,
1: it, you're never
2: going to improve. Maybe improve is the wrong word. But, like, you're never going to grow if you just keep all your feelings to yourself. yeah. yeah. Um, like even, and I think anything, part of this beyond talking to other people is like having a conversation with yourself oh, and like yeah. admitting like, maybe I really do like sex or maybe I want to try something new or mm-hmm. yeah. maybe I'm dissatisfied with certain things that are happening. Yeah. To really like take the time to reflect and, and be honest with yourself. Yeah. yeah. Cause I think there's just like so much pressure for, as I've put it, to feel like you're in an omniscient sex god. Yeah. Like, to just feel like you know everything, mm. you can please everybody, like, you are, you feel ecstasy all the time. Mm-hmm. But, like, we've had, like, what, a semester of sex ed when we were teenagers. Right. That <laughs> oh, was- my
0: God. Yeah, seventh grade. If, I'm not going to remember that shit. Yeah. I mean, I just saw... And some- mine was
2: abstinence-only teaching. Uh, right. so I saw something the other day that was, like, there's only, like, 13 states in America that have um non-abstinence yeah education that's not good that are like scientifically factual
0: see this (laughs) is not insane this is why we have teen pregnancies like because people aren't educated and then they get mad about overpopulation and not enough health care it's like it all comes down to the simple facts of like we need to be educating people yeah simply enough right because it's
2: i mean sex is like so complicated in some ways because it's like yeah, it's just, like, this emotional, physical thing, but it's also, yeah, you could have a baby, like, you could get sick, like, yeah. there's all there's all this other stuff, and so I think in an effort for people to not deal with all the tangible, potentially negative repercussions yeah. of sex, they don't talk about any of it, and so then you don't get to hear about, like, the good aspects of right. it. Right, um, the positives. Right. Yeah, and also just, like, the basic, like, you need to, if, if you don't want to get pregnant, you need to know how to prevent How to that. not get <laughs> pregnant? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's just like so crazy to me. Like people are always going to be having sex.
0: Yeah. Like I just saw yes. Spring Awakening oh gosh, for yes. the first time. Have oh, you guys seen I, that? Love, spring yeah, I love Spring Awakening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she gets pregnant. Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen it, she gets pregnant because she didn't know what sex was. She had yeah. sex and she didn't even know. And like, I'm sure that's a thing that happens so yeah. often still.
1: Oh yeah. Have
0: yeah, you have you read the book Come as Come as You Are? If you're a voracious reader, I'm sure you have.
2: I am familiar with it. Oh, yeah. it's Nygotsky.
0: it's so yeah. good. Yeah, I'm. I don't think I'm. Oh wait, no, I did finish it. <laughs> I will uh, say I did well finish.
2: <laughs> I did as in the like past three years. I purposely avoided reading books. Sex this. books. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. To just so as not nice, to- your
1: writing or?
0: right because yeah. I was just
2: like I just wanted. To be uninfluenced okay, by other totally. things that I'm reading. Cool, So cool. now I have to, like, catch up on all these books yeah. that came
0: out. Yeah. How did you pick whose essays went in the book? Because I'm sure you got a lot of gold.
2: Yeah, there was. I mean, it was really hard to pick. Uh, I, I feel like my fantasy version of this book is that it's just, like, an epic encyclopedia. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like the encyclopedia Bible. Encyclopedia yeah. of There's, like, multiple volumes of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... So I thought about a lot of things. I thought about, um, even though it's anonymous, I thought about the diversity across many categories of Mm, age, race and ethnicity, where people are from, what people do, um, sexual orientation, and then sexual experience, not as in like how much experience have you had, but what the experience has happened. Mm -hmm. And and so I wanted people to hopefully see... uh, see themselves in one of the essays. Mm. Although, you know, part of the
0: gist yeah. of this
2: is that if you don't see yourself, it's just, like, further proving that this is so, so unique complex. and complicated. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So... So
0: individual. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I... It was, it was tough. I mean, I also totally like, didn't want them all to be super serious or mm-hmm, all to be super mm-hmm. funny. Um, yes. I wanted, you know, you compose yeah. it like a mixtape. Totally. <laughs> um, yeah. So I feel happy with what I have, although it was definitely hard to not include um,
0: some of them. You know, yeah. it's just... Yeah. Is there one that, like, always sticks out in your head that you think about?
2: Well, there's a, there's a phrase from one of them that's in mm. the book that I do think think it was it's just like encapsulates this idea um mm-hmm. so perfectly which this woman says um many of us have been made to feel weak or powerless in mm-hmm. sexual circumstances let's commit to not perpetuating that yes and just I like love that it's i think yeah. it's so well put <sighs> because it's like yeah. remember male female mm. somewhere in between uh we all have had moments in sex, even if we feel like powerful, um, like confident sexual beings, yeah. we've all had moments of just like feeling ashamed mm-hmm. and guilty and and doubtful and, mm-hmm. and vulnerable in a bad way. And some of us um, have suffered a lot in yeah. relation to sex. Yeah. And so not that when you have sex with someone, you have to be like, oh, oh my God, is like everything okay? Like yeah. at all moments. Yeah. But I think to just go into sexual experiences being like, hey, let's be, like, this is very vulnerable. Even if you're just trying mm. to, like, fuck somebody one time, it's like, yeah. we're both, sorry, just got so into yeah. it knocking <laughs> things over. And I mean, it, it, yeah, even if you're having a one-night stand, you're like, They're okay. about to
0: put their body into your body.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, we're both, we're both naked. We're both mm-hmm. agreeing to do this thing that's, like, So intimate. Sweaty and yes. intense and mm-hmm. kind of, like, otherworldly yeah Yeah. and so to to pretend like that doesn't have any impact on us yeah um, and doesn't bring up anything for us is just naive yeah um so i think it's just like you got to go into those situations with like some tenderness and be like and compassion yes Yes. communication
0: is key in all of these things Mm love communication. Yes. Love it. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, are you ready for a reading? Hell, yes. yes. Woo! Have you done a goddess card reading before?
2: Not this. I don't I don't I've done different readings, but I don't think this deck. What have you done
0: like tarot? Yeah, tarot, okay. the animal cards, okay. all the, th- all yes. the cards. Cool. Yes. Um, we kind of touched on this in the beginning, but what is like your spirituality background? Like are you religious? Or- yeah, what do you
2: I am very not religious, okay. um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I kind of feel like I think about religion, like skydiving or something. I'm like, oh yeah, I can like see why people are into that, but I, <laughs> but but I don't I, want to do
0: it. Or, or
2: just like, I literally never
1: think about it. Yeah. Um. So you I, weren't raised religious?
2: No, I mean, I'm, I'm Jewish and I okay. feel like I, you know, I r- was raised going to Hebrew school and okay. I had a bat mitzvah and stuff. And I think there's a lot of I think as I got older I have a greater appreciation for Judaism and hmm. and what it represents um but I also think yeah I I think Anyone, any group of people that all believe the same thing freaks me out. You know? <laughs> group thought. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm kind of like open. I'm, I'm like, great. I'm down for whatever. That's okay. the minimum of, of what we ask. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, openness. Just open. yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, so I just Paolo sent to the cards so they're clear of energy. Mm-hmm. If you just want to shuffle them around in your hands, okay. just, yeah, let them get to know you. Um, start to think about your intention for the reading. Okay. Um, Is this something
1: I'm gonna share or something? Yes, I'm gonna, okay. You will share. So <laughs> Okay, so not that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever you yeah. feel comfortable sharing. Um and also be sure to touch each card once with mm-hmm. your dominant hand. So you can do Ooh. that by kind of passing them from yes. one hand to the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: um which are you left or right handed? I'm
1: right handed. Okay, okay, so cool.
0: hold them in your left hand. Yeah, and then push them from your left hand into your right hand. So this is your sending hand is your
1: left hand, oh. and then
0: your right hand is receiving. And so you're just imbuing
1: your energy into the that. cards.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, think of your intention. So intention is different from the question. Intention would be like, I want a clear and honest reading. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. Um, yeah, what's what's your intention for the reading?
2: Hmm. I want something that will give me some uh, Guidance. Okay. Awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: You will get that. <laughs> um, okay, great. So when you're almost done, so good. No rush. Okay, so now fan them out so that the faces are facing your heart. The faces? Fan the, like um, bring them to your chest. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. And fan them out. Ooh. Yes. Okay, so now we're going to do a group inhale and just think about what your question could be. Hold it. Exhale. Oh, that was nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you got it? I yeah. Good. yeah, yeah. Cool. What's your question?
2: Okay. It's a very general question. That's okay. That's great. great.
0: Which is oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so general, it just is, <laughs> is crazy. What's gonna happen next?
1: Cool. Okay. Great.
0: Very cool. What's going to happen next? Okay. And you're
1: seeking some clear guidance. Okay, so now I'm going to shuffle them
0: around. Hmm. What's going to happen next for Emma? Hmm. Hmm.
2: The Doing this with mics makes it feel so much more intense. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: But whatever happens, whatever card I pull for you is like whatever is.
1: To happen, and this mm. is the one. Oh, that is that, the one. This is the nice. Way. She had a yep. really clear reading. Yep. <gasps> oh my wow, gosh, the queen of the deck. The queen of the
0: deck, <laughs> Dana, high priestess. <laughs> She's the cover on like the book on the deck holder thing. Wow. Yes. Oh, okay, so wow. Look at that. Okay. Um, it's, yeah, describe it. What, what do you see? What does it say? So I see a
2: princess. With uh, long braids and mm. a crown. She looks like, I feel like someone we know, maybe. Um.
0: <laughs> she kind of looks like young Meryl Streep. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Um, and it says, You have divine knowledge that can help others through your spiritual teaching. I oh, mean, shit. Hello. hello,
1: author. Yeah. Hello,
0: author <laughs> speaker. <gasps> oh, yes. And it's like bright yellow. She's got a veil and a crown. Yeah. It's very know, powerful. She's this a high the high priestess. Is this the sun
2: behind her, or this is like a baked it good? Looks like it may be <laughs> a baked
0: good, a big cookie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Rachel, did you want to read? Yes, All right.
1: I would love to. Okay. Wow. Okay. Donna, high priestess. Oh, was you? it Donna? Let's see. I thought it was Dana. Donna. Whoa. Dana. Okay. Donna. She's She fancy you have divine knowledge that can help others through your spiritual teaching. Okay. Message from Donna. Your wisdom extends back into the far reaches of ancient times. You've brought this knowledge forward into your present incarnation to be a way shower so that others may benefit from your experiences. Mona. Okay. Okay. I believe in religion now. (laughs) So not our goal. Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> Shit. Just kidding. We failed, Rachel. I believe, in Donna. I okay, believe okay, in Donna. Okay. 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 Don't delay in expressing this wisdom. You're not. <clears throat> I will assist you in manifesting platforms for your spiritual teaching, <clears throat> whether it's through teaching by example or through writing or speaking. You're doing all <laughs> of those things. All- You're writing and speaking. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> all forms of teaching are equally valuable, no matter how many lives you touch. Okay, so this is... I have goosebumps. Okay. This is telling me um, that you asked what's next. So Mm. (laughs) you also talked about wanting an encyclopedia Mm. version of moan. I think either way, it's the success of your book and your teaching. I mean, the teaching. And this is, she said something about building platforms. That like means this is going to get even
0: bigger (gasps) for you. And
1: also when I took a shower this morning, I was thinking about, you know, coming in here and seeing you today. And I was like, I wonder if she'll turn moan into a TV show.
0: (gasps) Oh shit. You're going to have a TV show or a movie. Mm.
1: So you're like, I'm planning that. starting already in the works. She's giving a very
2: knowing smile <laughs> yeah. and giggle. We're, we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what
1: happens, but that's probably not. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> okay. So various meanings of this card. Lead workshops. Doing it. <gasps> Write books or articles. Hey, oh, doing it. Oh, you also just I wrote mean, that Refinery29 it, article. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> my God. Dude, Emma. Okay. Ugh. Look for opportunities to teach. Be a role model of peace honor your divinity, know that you are a leader. Mm. I have wow. so many goosebumps. Wow. This is so affirmative that you're doing exactly yes. what you're meant to do with all of this, mm. and it's going to just continue and grow.
2: That's great.
1: Wow. I'm so proud of myself that I pulled this. Yeah, <laughs> great, great pull, Leah. Great <laughs> energy. Thank Thank great energy. energy. Okay. Emma was very open. Yeah, very I felt it. Yes. And you knew so. Yep. So, like, distinctively that that was the card. Mm-hmm. Um, popcorn Leah to read oh, yes. about
0: Donna. Okay, about <laughs> Donna. Donna is one of the most ancient of Celtic goddesses, extending to the pre-Gaelic times of Ireland when the Tuatha de Dianens, which means the children of Donna, followed her as their creator mother goddess. When the Gaelics invaded Ireland, the Tuatha de Dayan uh, transformed themselves into leprechauns, interesting, as they remain today. Donna, who's also known as Danu or Danu, is extremely, it's like Z- Xenon or mm-hmm. Zanu. What's the, the Scientology? Xenu. Xenu. Yeah. <laughs> is extremely powerful and magical. She can help you with manifestation, alchemy, and divine magic. She can also introduce you to the elemental kingdom, especially the leprechauns. Leprechauns means luck, so I think you have good Ooh. luck in your future. Wow. That's what's next. What a card! Wow, that is a good card. Yeah.
2: How do you feel? What's your? I feel good. I feel good. <laughs> I feel it inside me. Hell yeah! Yeah. I mean, I think like I always like these card readings yeah. because you know, even if you are like super unbeliever, which I don't think I'm that, but I I think I think I'm probably like somewhere in the middle of all of this. I think it's just like an interesting to like see something that causes you to reflect and
1: interpret what's going on. Like something that prompts you to ask yourself something or realize something. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's, it feels good to get (sighs) something
2: that feels like, yeah, you're doing the right thing. Gotta keep going.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel so excited for you. Yes. That, that just really made it clear to me you're you are going to the top yes she's
0: going to the top hell
2: yeah and donna yeah
1: yeah
0: (laughs) i love it do you feel good do you feel like you want another card reading Whoa,
1: you do more than one i mean if if you you don't feel 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 satisfied
2: no i feel very satisfied
1: yeah I agree yeah. I have no doubt that that was your card yeah oh yeah for sure awesome. I need to like Paulo a little bit to step out because I stepped into your energy a little and I'm so oh. excited but I just <laughs> want to make sure I'm myself before I leave thank <laughs> <you>. <laughs> whoa
2: energy exchange yeah oh yeah oh, so that's intimate well wait so question do you guys yeah. maybe this is too uh intimate a question no, probably a not but probably not so do you guys because you're You know, so into this. I don't know if it's just this space that you're like, and this... Um, oh no program but are you like doing this before se- and after sex
0: um I talked about this on the first episode oh, okay. this has happened to me several times where like before sex I'll pull a card and many times I've gotten Aphrodite who Ooh. is the sex queen and yeah. like yeah. it's just so crazy yeah so I'll pull sometimes before sex and then I'll like keep that in my mind as a mission yep. throughout I'm basically using the dick as like <laughs> a way to give me what I want like I'm manifesting <laughs> during our sex but... the dick or the deck the dick okay. <laughs>
2: Both, both.
1: They, the both, they go hand in the hand. dick and the deck.
2: Yeah. Oh,
1: you know, I haven't done it before sex, but I've done it in um, seeking guidance on like r- making moves in relations. Yeah. 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 Um, and I've also had freaky freaky card readings. Oh yeah. Oh, man, it's so cool. And also, um, what I thought you were going to ask was about the energy thing, mm-hmm. and I am learning how much I absorb other people's energy and it's so cool because I've started to be able to recognize when it's not my feelings right <sighs> which is really a helpful tool for someone who's as sensitive as me because it's easy for me to like absorb anger just as easy as excitement yeah so I'm just recognizing like oh I just connect with people so hardcore that I can feel what they're feeling I mean yeah, yeah. I Take feel it that way on. too yeah it's like
2: I think it's to be like a uber empathic person, yes. it's like a blessing and a curse. Yes. Yeah. Then you just walk around with other Feel people's everything. stuff all the yeah. time. Yeah, it's
1: exhausting.
2: Try to detach a little bit. Yeah.
1: Do you have a practice of tr- like detaching well, or? Well, I think i have just,
2: I guess this is kind of related to mindfulness Yeah. just being aware of what you're thinking and mm-hmm. noticing totally. it. Because I think even a few years ago when I would feel really stressed out, it always just felt like a wash. Like I was like, mm. oh, it's just like everything. I, it's yes. Like, I can kind of point out I'm like stressed about X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But now I'll, I find myself being like, okay, I feel really like unsettled right now. What's going on? Yes. And sometimes it's as simple as like, oh, five minutes ago I got this email <laughs> that I really don't want to respond to um, because it's annoying or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and I'm just not dealing with that, and so it's like still in causing me. everything. And right. so it's such a small thing, but just being able to really identify that I'm like, oh, I just have to respond to yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. and then it'll go away. Yeah, but I feel like I had to learn how to do that. Yeah, I, I was totally. just like, oh, everything is so much. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. <sighs> yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming. Thank you
2: for having me. Do you have anything
0: you want to plug before we dip out? Well,
2: first of all, I got this book out. (laughs) You don't
0: say. (laughs) So,
2: So I just want to make it clear that Moan is available. You can get it. It's a paperback. You can get it as an audiobook if you're into that. Cool. Did
0: you record the audio? I
2: recorded my parts. I recorded like the intro. Okay. And awesome. then there's 10 different actresses oh, okay. whoa. who read the audio book. That's so cool. cool. It's very cool. And uh, you can get it anywhere books are sold. You can get it on Amazon, yes. Barnes and Noble, your awesome. local indie bookseller. Um, She's going to the top. Um, yeah. Yes. Yes. So buy it. Buy one for your mom Friends. and your, <laughs> your friend mom. and your Sister lover. lover. And- <laughs> Hopefully not all the same person. (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, I hope you like
1: it. Thank you, Emma. Thanks, guys. Basic Witches. (laughs)